Welcome to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap. Here's the pitch. A Time to tap the keg with Lane Grindle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 144 of Brewers on Tap. I am Lane Grindle. It is good to have you with us for this edition of the podcast. And boy, what a week it's been in Brewers camp at the American Family Fields of Phoenix. Over the course of the weekend, we saw Baker Mayfield, former Heisman Trophy winner and current Cleveland Browns quarterback, in Brewers camp, taking BP. He looked good, by the way, taking BP. Shagging some fly balls, and oh, by the way, coach first base in a Cactus League game. Really impressive stuff. Kind of fun to see Baker Mayfield and his good friend Christian Yelich running around Brewers camp. Of course, those two teamed up along with Ryan Braun and Mike Moustakis and Mike Adanasio and so many others for the California Strong Effort to bring awareness and some financial support to the communities affected by the wildfires over the course of the offseason out in California. So uh, neat to see Baker Mayfield in camp. Travis Kelsey also is in camp, the number one tight end in all of the NFL. At least that's what a lot of people think. Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs was signing autographs at American Family Fields of Phoenix earlier this week. And Mira Sorvino, the well-known actress, she also was in Brewers camp over the course of this past week. So really neat. A lot of celebrities showing up. The Brewers are hot right now. Everybody wants to be around the Milwaukee Brewers after getting to the NLCS a year ago and sporting the reigning National League MVP. The Brewers released a video as well over the weekend. It was a parody of the movie Mean Girls, and it featured Yasmani Grandal as the new kid and Craig Council as the cool manager and Brent Suter as somewhat of a bully playing the part of Regina George. It was absolutely well done. I'm sure you've seen it by now. If you haven't, come on. You gotta see this. Watch the actual scene on YouTube first. Just Google Mean Girls Cafeteria scene. And then come back and watch the Brewers parody of it. It was really well done, really creative. And once again, the Brewers social media team and production team absolutely nailed it and hit it out of the park. It's really fun. It's one of those things that lets you kind of get behind the curtain to a degree and get to know some of the personalities of these Brewers players. It is what makes this team tick. You hear us talk about it all the time. The guys that get to be in the clubhouse, be around this team, we talk about it all the time. It is really refreshing to come to the ballpark every day and be around a group of guys that want to be there and want to be around each other. And if they didn't like that kind of stuff, They wouldn't do this kind of stuff. They wouldn't let you see some of the fun that they have uh, amongst each other. So really cool, and and I think to some degree symbolic. I don't want to overplay it, but symbolic of that's what this group is all about, and that's why guys like Asmani Grandal can come right in and fit right in because it's very easy to be around this group of guys. Uh, Also, some some other news, some more baseball news uh, from Brewers camp over the course of the last week. Jimmy Nelson has looked good on the mound. A three-inning performance, very sharp the other day. Fastball starting to come back a little bit more from a velocity standpoint. The off-speed stuff, the secondary stuff looks really good. Jimmy Nelson's going to begin the year, it sounds like, in AAA with San Antonio. 
and kind of work himself back. The Brewers are going to be very cautious and very conservative with Jimmy Nelson. Maybe 100 innings, maybe a little over 100 innings this year from him at the major league level, so they do not want to rush him. But he definitely looks like a guy that's going to help the Brewers this year. And I think that is probably the... the the best news you could get right now. This looks like a guy that's going to be able to help the Brewers at the major league level this year. And that's a that's a really cool thing because it's a tough injury to come back from. And Jimmy worked so hard to do it. And for him to get himself to this point even is a really big accomplishment. But hopefully it can continue to be a great story over the course of the 2019 season. Other news, Brewers still dealing with a little bit of an injury with Jeremy Jeffress. I don't even know if injury is the right word. A little bit of shoulder stiffness or soreness. He has uh, begun throwing again. He will not be on the opening day roster. And he'll probably have to go out for a small rehab assignment. But it does look like we're looking at the late part of April as the the lengthiest amount of time that Jeremy Jeffress is going to be out. This does not look long-term. Brewers very confident they're going to get Jeremy Jeffress back and available to them sooner rather than later. But they're going to be, again, the word of the day is kind of conservative and cautious with Jeremy Jeffress. But uh, I think good news overall with Jeremy Jeffress does not look serious or long-term. And he is starting to play catch and, and throw some bullpens and things. Uh, in terms of baseball activities, again, for Jeremy Jeffers. So that's good news as well. Brewers have made a, a bunch of cuts and sent guys back to minor league camp. Maybe one of the more interesting ones was Adrian Hauser. They're going to send him back down. He's going to stretch himself back out to be a starter in AAA, which is kind of interesting. He had performed pretty well uh, this spring in Cactus League games. And so you're going to look at a rotation in San Antonio that's going to be it's going to be a good rotation, and it's going to be a ballpark that's going to allow those guys to put up some pretty good numbers. You're going to have Jimmy Nelson there to start the year. You're going to have Adrian Hauser, and then who knows who else is going to be there because the Brewers have other arms competing right now for spots in the rotation. And, you know, does a Josh Tomlin take a minor league assignment if he doesn't make the Brewers team and end up going to San Antonio and pitching in AAA? Does the if there's an odd man out amongst Freddie Peralta, Brandon Woodruff, and Corbin Burns, do one of them go to AAA? I, who knows? I think there, there's a lot of options on the table right now, but that could be a really interesting AAA rotation for the Brewers uh, this coming year. The Brewers did make a deal on Tuesday, and that was they signed Josh Fields to a minor league contract. Josh Fields, a reliever, last year with the Dodgers, he pitched well last year for the Dodgers. He's going to start in AAA as well, but that's a guy that's going to help the Brewers this year. Uh, Josh Fields is going to help the Brewers this season, and in some ways, it looks like Josh Fields replaces what the role of maybe Bobby Wall was going to be. Bobby Wall was expected to kind of go back and forth a little bit this year between AAA and the major leagues. Um, Josh Fields can give some more depth in that bullpen for the Brewers and he's a guy that's had success at the major league level, and he's pitched in big games uh, as well in the past. So that gives the Brewers a little bit more depth back that they lost with the injury to Bobby Wall. And of course, with the Jeffress situation lingering a little bit as well, that just gives them another arm that they're going to be able to to fall back on and count on uh, if the situation calls for it. So there's been a lot of news in Brewers camp. It's been very newsworthy, and uh you know, we're getting to that point. The Brewers are going to be making their final cuts here very soon. We are just a little over a week away from opening day. We are eight days from opening day now. So this is the nitty-gritty, if you will, of decisions that are going to have to be made. Guys on minor league deals are going to have outs coming up. I think Josh Tomlins is on Thursday where they can start looking around for other jobs if they don't 
think they're going to be, if, if they're informed by the Brewers, that you're not going to make the opening day roster. So uh, there there is going to be a lot of news over the course of the next week before the Brewers head to Montreal. And then, of course, once they get back from Montreal when they set the final roster. So with that being said, we have a lot for you on the podcast today. We are going to talk to Freddie Peralta, one of those guys that is vying for a job in the rotation. His stuff has looked really good, as has Brandon Woodruff's, as has Corbin Burns. These three guys have all shown big-time stuff and big-time potential this spring in the Cactus League. And I caught up with him after one of his last starts to talk about how he's felt so far this spring. Freddie Peralta is our guest here on the podcast. Freddie, first and foremost, coming into this spring training after making your debut last year, having such a, a big role on the team a season ago, how different was this spring training from spring trainings of the past? Uh, you know, this is spring training is really different. You know, I feel much better this one, this spring, uh, stronger. And, you know, uh, I can see that during the games, during the bullpens, and, you know, and everything is it's great. It's great. Your velo's been up, and I'm sure you've gotten a lot of questions about that. You've been up two, three, maybe even four miles per hour over the course of this spring. Uh, obviously, strength and, 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 and added velocity must have been a focus in the offseason. You know, I, I work really hard during the offseason, uh, you know, trying to, to, to find that, you know, and I feel that I did it. Now I have to, to keep working hard for for keep that, you know, for keep the, the speed, for for be stronger during the whole season, for be for be stronger during the playoff, during the World Series, because we have a really good team, so that that's how I have to think about it. You made your debut and it was pretty much the closest thing to flawless that you could have without throwing like a no hitter in your debut. You you pretty much had one of the best debuts in Brewers history on the mound. And so I think you knew at the time it's not going to be this easy every time out. What did you learn about yourself over the course of last season that helped you kind of process everything and get ready for this year? You know, last, last season teach me a lot So because, you know, like we play in the playoffs. During the playoffs you play, it's the same game, but, you know, feel different because you have to to be ready for everything. Everything can happen during the game. Uh, you gotta, you gotta, like, yeah, like be, be ready a hundred percent every day. Uh, no matter, no matter if you pitch the, the the day before or what, you, you gotta be ready for for help the team. So that teach me a lot. I learned a lot with with, with those games because, uh, you know, I can see that right now. So I feel much better. How about your secondary stuff? Do you feel like it seems like you're throwing a lot of curveballs so far this spring, and, and that was something that you got more confident with as the season went along last year too? Yeah, I've been working with, with my curva, you know, throwing for a strike, from, throwing from, from strike to ball too, and I feel really good, comfortable, comfortable, and, you know, uh, that, that's why I work during the offseason. Was it easy for you to make the transition to Chris Hook being your pitching coach since you had worked with him in the past? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, easier because he he I, uh, he knows how how I work. Uh, he knows uh, how I you know how, what I need during during between between a star, and you know we have a very good uh, communication too. How much have you been able to work with Yasmani Grandal, and has he brought any different ideas to the table for you? You know, I've been working a lot with him. Uh, 
teaching me some some different things. Uh, you know, he's really good behind the home play. He has a lot of experience, and you know, uh, we uh, the other day we went to the to the video room. Uh, you know, watching me myself, uh, watching my staff, uh, how I throw the ball, and things like that. Freddie Peralta is our guest here on the podcast. Freddie, uh, going through everything you did last year, being able to not just be a starting pitcher, but throwing out of the bullpen a little bit in the postseason as well. Coming into this year, you know that Craig Council, he, he will be creative with how he uses guys. You want to be in the rotation, but there's always the opportunity potentially to log some innings out of the pen. How important is it to be open-minded about those things? You know, I yeah, I want to be in the rotation, and I, uh, you know, it's something that I can I, I cannot control. You know, is is not in my hands. But my 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 job is work hard every day, do my job. You know, uh, be a good teammate too, and you know, uh, you know, work work and work every day during the games and uh, you know in the field too during the practice and bullpens. Are you enjoying the fact that you, Brandon Woodruff, and Corbin Burns, all young arms? In this organization, are kind of coming through this together. Yes, you know that uh, we are like uh, growing together, and you know they are really good pitchers, pitchers, and really good staff. You know that the people are saying that we are competing, but I said it before that I, I feel that for me it's not a competition. Just you, you just have to do, to do your work. That's all. Freddie, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. My thanks to Freddie Peralta for joining us here on the podcast. He is always smiling. That guy is one of the happiest guys in the Brewers organization, I promise you. And I think he's on uh, on tap to have a, a really nice 2019 season. Well, the Brewers have had minor league camp open for a couple of weeks now. Games began last week, and Lucas Ersig is still in major league camp. But that's a guy as well that figures to be in San Antonio at the beginning of the year and I had a chance to catch up with him to talk about what it's going to mean now to be one step away from the big leagues. Checking in on the farm. Lucas Ersig is our guest here on Brewers on Tap. This spring training for you, now, two years ago, you got to play in a ton of Major League Spring training games, but you were a guy that was brought over, essentially. You weren't in camp at that point in time. Being in camp this year, having a chance to go through everything with all these veterans, what, what has this experience been like for you? Oh, man, it's been, uh, it's been one to remember for sure. I mean, just uh, being, you know, being able to be around these guys on a daily basis and, and kind of pick up on things that you, you didn't really think about before in terms of, you know, their routines and... And, uh, you know, just just even even just sitting back and not really saying anything, but just listening and, and watching them, you know, do their thing is, is um, pretty special just because, you know, they've been, a, they've been around the game. Um, you know, they've, they've had a lot of success. And, and just to, you know, be able to, be able to experience it with them is, is a, you know, a learning curve for sure. You and I have talked a lot about the lefties that you faced in 2017 in high A. How did that better prepare you for last year in double A, where it seemed like you took another step forward and, and now kind of getting yourself ready for triple A? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, it's always it's always good to, uh, you know, experience that type of stuff, um, you know, when you're young and, and, and uh, you know, going up through the ranks. But, um, you know, the more, the more I get to face, 
you know, left-handed pitchers, uh, the more comfortable I'll be, you know, moving forward for sure. Do you model your approach or swing after anybody? Is that something you do where you, you take from other guys and borrow and, and say, okay, this is what I want to, I, I, this is how I want to approach things at the plate? Um, I wouldn't say I would model it after anybody. I'm, I mean, I'm, there's a lot of similarities between, you know, my swing and a lot of other guys' swing. I don't, I don't do anything really that special. Uh, I just try and go up there and, you know, hit the ball as hard as I can. So, um, you know, there are a couple things I've been working on this spring, um, you know, trying to be more consistent, um, staying on my back leg and, uh, you know, getting my, getting my bottom hand um, through the zone a little bit earlier. But other than that, I'm just, you know, in terms of, like, playing in a game, just going out there and trying to hit the ball. You've been able to play some first base this spring, too. Yeah. What's that experience yeah. been like for you? Uh, you know, I haven't – I don't think i played uh, first base since, uh, you know, I was at, at, at Cal – um, you know, so, it, it, I mean, I'm, I'm fairly rusty, but it's nothing new. I mean, it's the other side of the infield. It's still the, you know, it's still a hot corner, um, quote, unquote. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, I love it, man. I, I love uh, being as, as versatile as possible and, and, you know, moving forward. If I, you know, if I have to catch, if I have to play outfield, if I have to pitch, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to get there. That's something you did in, in college. You pitched. Uh, I think anybody that watches you play at third, they – immediately notice your arm strength how much of pitching led to that arm strength yeah yeah not not only not only arm strength but um just um how conditioned it got um you know it's it's uh you know my arm never really gets sore um you know I take good care of it nowadays and and you know like growing up I was playing almost every weekend if it wasn't raining and I think that's also what you know helped you know strengthen my arm as well You've gone through the system with a group of prospects, uh, Corey Ray, Troy Stokes, uh, Keston Hira joined you guys last year in double-A and most likely will be with your group again this year. How fun has it been to be kind of one core group moving through the organization together? No, that's awesome, man. The, I mean, just the the fabric of our team and, and just that, that connection that we all have with each other and, and being able to stay together and, you know, it's it's pretty special, man. I, I mean, I have nothing but good feeling about us, you know, moving forward and, and, you know, continuing to play together. And I can't wait for us to get to that, you know, that, that main stage and, and actually show what we can do because, you know, we're, we're dangerous. You, you've, of course, seen Major League Pitching in spring training over the last couple of years, but maybe some people forget you got a little taste of AAA two years ago as well when uh, you played with Colorado Springs at the end of that year in, during a playoff push, uh, during the playoffs, actually. So, I mean, really, w when you get to AAA this year, th there shouldn't be any real big surprises for you, should there? No, I don't think so. No, I mean, it's it's still baseball, man. I mean, you know, um, sometimes it is hard to uh, you know, kind of just simplify it to just that. But um, I think, you know, going into it, you know, this season um, – you know our our mentality is is totally different, and I think we're all well prepared for this uh, this uh, this season. Are you excited about San Antonio? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I can't wait. I mean, I've I've heard it's a you know it's an awesome city, and, and um, you know I I've heard mixed stories about you know the the field, but I I mean I don't I don't really care. I I heard it blows out to to left and to right, so I'm I'm totally cool with that, and and uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just ready to you know get started. A major league city, really. I mean, San Antonio is a tremendous city, and and they're renovating the clubhouse for you guys as well, which is always oh, nice. Awesome. awesome. I, yeah, I didn't hear about that. That's awesome, man. I mean, you know, I think we're 
I don't I don't think we care wherever we play we're gonna we're gonna go out there and and uh, it's gonna be fun. Lucas, we appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Here's what's on tap. Well, we are just a little over a week away. Of course, Major League Baseball actually started on early Wednesday morning here stateside as in Japan, the Seattle Mariners defeated the Oakland A's by a score of 9-7. to So the first game of the 2019 Major League Baseball season is in the books. Former Brewer Domingo Santana actually hit a grand slam in that contest over in Japan. For the Brewers, things will get started in eight days, and they will lead off that 2019 campaign, of course, against the Cardinals Thursday the 28th through Sunday the 31st. Four games of rival reaction, but there are going to be some can't-miss promotions as well. Uh, Thursday, of course, opening day, that is a 1-10 start. Then on Friday, that's student night, 7-10 start. High school and college students can get tickets for as low as $10, plus enjoy a special $4 menu. Saturday, that's a 6-10 start cabin fever theme night. Brewers flannel shirt with special ticket package. And then Sunday, March 31st, that's a 1-10 start. Jesus Aguilar bobblehead. All fans, courtesy of ESPN Milwaukee, will get that Jesus Aguilar bobblehead. If you want to lock in your seats for opening weekend at Miller Park, head to brewers.com slash tickets today. Well, it's going to be a fun week. Brewers finishing up their play in the Cactus League over the next couple of days. Then on Sunday, they'll head to Montreal. Two games of exhibition baseball against the Toronto Blue Jays at Olympic Park in Montreal. Going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to be there to bring those games to you via the webcast at MLB.com. We will talk to you next week as we anticipate the start of the 2019 season and opening day at Miller Park. Have a great day, everybody. This has been episode number 144 of Brewers on Tap. And I, of course, as always, am Lane Grindle.